Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Warshore Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight, Warshore Brother Kevin. Joe is still in Florida. So, we are, uh, we're up here, and tonight's episode is going to be pretty much the road so far. That's what we're doing. We're going to be talking about uh, what's coming up for the 100th, what we're going to be doing. Uh, 100th, though, I keep saying the 100th, it's the one year anniversary. One year than the hundredth. Yep, we're going to talk about the uh, the brave new year, new officers of our lodges, mm-hmm. and we're going to be talking about uh, a variety of different things. It's going to be light because we're waiting for our guest to uh, Skype in shortly. So we're going to keep this a short episode. Then we're going to go to uh, basically refreshment, I guess you can call it. <laughs> yeah. Wait for the call, and then uh, we're going to be uh, going live. Or not going live, excuse me. We're going to be recording with him, and that will not mm-hmm. be live. So, yep. <clears throat> first thing we're going to do, we're going to cover some likes. We got a couple new ones. So, as soon as my phone loads up, we're going to start covering that. And we have, uh, let's see here, where'd I leave off last? Christine Rathkoff Kovickney. Oh, that's my coworker. Christine. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Luther Everett Robinson. Rich. Gambrecki, Ra Medina, Mel Lambert, Eric, uh, we lost the live feed, Sephora, and Paco Beto. So, we're going to toast with beer. We're going to do this lightly. Yeah, why not? And, uh, we'll do it easily. Brothers, right hand arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right. <clears throat> One other thing I'm going to do, see if we have any Apple reviews. And last I have it, last I checked, we didn't have any, but uh, what the hell? doesn't hurt, right? Yeah. Everyone's and then uh, we'll get right into the meat potatoes of this one. And we have no, we, we have 75 ratings. Most of them are five star. So thank you for everybody who rates yeah. and reviews. And uh, first thing we're going to do That's is we're pretty plug- good for just under for about we're on episode 90 tonight. Episode. So for 90 yeah. episodes to have 75 reviews. Yeah, it's not, not bad at all. Right. Uh, let's talk about the shirt you're wearing. You want to stand up and yeah. show the crowd? Sure. You can explain it while I move away from the mic here. So uh, Warshaw Brother Chip's uh, right Warshaw Brother Chip Schofield, who uh, is, uh, has cancer, um, which everybody, who, again, who donated to the GoFundMe page, thank you. Um, but uh, another thing that his daughters is doing is they are raising awareness for the particular type of cancer that he has, 
And uh, one of the things that they're doing is they're doing these shirts. So there's the front and there's the back. And uh, thin blue line for police officers. And they are going for $25. Uh, $20 for up to extra large, and then anything bigger than that is $25. So uh, $20 to up to extra large, anything bigger than that is 25 And anybody who is interested in getting one of these shirts, although it's kind of a local thing going on, uh, Warsha brother Ken Tarwood. But uh, this week we got coming up is our uh, 100th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So, um, or one-year uh, anniversary. One-year anniversary. It's probably going to be a couple weeks after. Right. right. Because we got so, episodes to go. So uh, tonight's episode, we're just, just going to be a little short one. We're going to talk about the road so far and basically what we've done so far, what we plan on doing. And uh, so I think for the one year, we're going to basically just talk about where we've been, what, where we started. We'll talk about that tonight, what we started, you know, we'll, and how it's progressed throughout mm-hmm. the years. And for the 100th, I'm actually starting to um, compile a list of the best of, okay, of that's all cool. the episodes. I'm going to do a best of all the little clips. You know, I got the the episode eight Steve Polar stuff. Yep. I'm going to be doing classic, <laughs> classic stuff. I think it's probably a good idea, too, because there's probably certain listeners that haven't been with us the entire time, maybe right. know, picked up at a certain point when they first started listening and didn't go back and like re-listen to all the old episodes. Right, right, so, yeah, right. it's not bad. Uh, what I'm also going to do is uh, after uh, the 100th episode, actually fairly recent, I'm going to be relaunching the earlier episodes, uh, kind of like Star Wars did. A remastered like, like a remastered. <laughs> I'm going to have the THX symbol come up. Nice. Nice, like you know, just like splice our own video, yeah, like, yeah. A, like a recent version of us into the old video, yeah. and like add about ten pounds. Exactly. <laughs> right. I oh like God, it. I like it, man. Maybe at some point we can start like a museum or something, or donate our old <laughs> podcast equipment once we get fancy new podcasts. I've already donated one the yeah. uh, the Omni mic that I was using, the, the little Nano, the one that you threw across the room. Oh no, no, no that, that was, was the, the arm. Yeah, that, that was, was the. the that was the arm that I'd launched. But I mean, you got to save that stuff because someday there right. might be, you know, I mean, people might be eBaying these things or something, <laughs> like our estate. And like, Just the put on eBay. Mike arm from Right Worshipful George Audrey's first podcast. All bent to hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can see the rage in it. All, yeah, all bent to hell, teeth marks on the side of mm-hmm. it from when I bit it and snapped it over my knee. You never know. These things might be worth money. You're someday. absolutely right. Uh, I can't even tell you how many wire. I think I've caught a wire already too. It just... Yeah, yeah, you've thrown a lot of crap across uh, we... the room for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but this is uh this 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 beauty is uh this is brand new right here. This, yeah, this... you can't throw that. I can't throw that. Yeah. So I, I I refuse to throw that. But... So much rage taken on so <laughs> taken out on so many inanimate objects. Uh, yeah, that's a nice that's a nice computer. That should. Yes, that should at least is. solve all of your computer-related problems. I mean, we've still got mm-hmm. network-related things we're trying right. to work out some strategies mm-hmm. for, and you know, recording equipment and the the soundboard's right. actually pretty damn good. But yep. you know, mic stands, mm-hmm. and microphones, and stuff like that, we're planning on upgrading soon. Right. And eventually, I'd like to uh, take this multi mixer and extend it so we can get more mics. But you know, but at this point, we really don't need it. You know, yeah. We don't need this fancy soundboard. The only thing I wish to God I had would be a better FX 
yeah. soundboard. But so you I know can what? change could voices. Probably, you could do that all in software too. Just, right. just like when mm-hmm. we're doing um, when we're doing a recording with right. um, a guest and we have Skype kind of spliced in. You're doing all that stuff in software, and that machine can actually handle that kind of stuff. Right. Um, doing it, you know, through a soundboard is really just taking some of the strain off of your machine and off mm. of the, you know, the computer itself and the software and right. everything. But I mean, it's kind of a pain in the butt too when you start trying to splice other things into the soundboard because right. it's like if you want to Skype input, it's like you have to have another machine. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, a lot of this stuff is kind of over our collective heads. Yeah, I'm right. a software engineer. I know some stuff about PCs, but I have to go and research. <laughs> you know quite a bit about video, though. Like audio engineering <laughs> is not my thing. That freaking black box over there, I have no freaking idea what any of those knobs do. You know what video? video <laughs> you did a hell of a yeah, job. That's, that's crap that I taught myself, and it's very amateurish, right? And I'm sure we'll improve <laughs> over time. But if we have, like, you know, if a listener of ours or one of a, a brother in one of our lodges or something happens to do video editing mm-hmm. and video production, you know, and we can convince them to help us out, maybe we'll we'll get a lot better at it over time. But, yeah, I mean, we're just kind of muddling through the best way we can and it's not for lack of trying right we can just be like fuck this this is too difficult for me i'm never gonna (laughs) but we're like you know what i'll spend 15 or 16 hours trying to like edit five minutes of video but i'll tell you you did one hell of a job with the hr episode with the with the with the hr video that was all you guys and the uh, raw footage was good enough (laughs) i mean i didn't have to do anything but it was perfect though like in order to splice it and change it and put in like different things um i the God, it it was so perfect and funny that I remember after we shot it, all those little small little mini clips, like even the dumb things of Joe going to the door and yeah, exactly, knocking on the door, so like, and just the off. goofy look on his face as he's walking the door, like I couldn't stop laughing. Yep. And then even at the end when he screamed, you know his ending line and again yeah. if you want to see this video uh, right now it's on patreon uh we're going to keep it on patreon for a little bit longer and then we'll we'll post it to the the main pages and everything but i mean i personally like I, i'm a swear okay i got a trucker's mouth yeah. all right but i think it's actually funnier with the redacted beeping yeah. and stuff like it just makes it so much funnier yeah. because and I think it's actually a late night guy, Jimmy Kimmel, does it where it's like unnecessary yeah. censoring. Yep. And it's just they, because it leaves your it leaves a little blank where yeah, your, your like, mind has yeah. to like do the Mad Libs thing and fill in what they're <laughs> there's saying. There's nothing. Yeah. There's absolutely yeah. no swearing what they're saying. But where the beeps happen, yeah. it sounds like they're they're swearing or yeah. saying a bad word. Oh man! And a couple but, of those words that she quotes are, um, you know, they're not bad words and no 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 no. actually say anything no you know vulgar or anything like that per se in you know the original episode but it was nice to kind of like throw those beeps in there because it makes you want to go back and watch that yeah yeah, yeah. that that episode that it's all based and honestly what what joe was saying during the santa sabotage clip that we left on patreon um he didn't even say anything bad it was it bordered yeah <laughs> it definitely ran a tight border yeah. but i mean but that's what we do on the show yeah your mind kind of made something out of it you know it, you knew what he was driving at but it wasn't like right out in front where he was saying this that and the other thing but uh it's it's funny how you know getting back into like the looking back and we're coming up on our our, our one year anniversary which is going to be on the ninth um it's so funny, like where in the beginning it was rude and crude and rough around the edges. And we didn't really have you, me, and Joe uh, up here doing 
because yeah, there was no format. Mm-hmm. It was so sloppy in the beginning and, and terrible. And no I real I, editing either. There was right? no you real editing. I didn't know how to. Yeah. It, it's we learned a lot along the way, and you know it, it's it's really cool to to like as much as I go back and I listen to the earlier episodes of where I'm swearing and every other word is an f bomb and this that and the other thing and there was no real uh cognizance I guess you could say or was that the word I'm looking for where where everyone works together and oh there was no chemistry chemistry yeah, yeah. there was no chemistry it was kind of just everybody's opinions getting thrown out there and you know I knew where I wanted to go with it, but I didn't know how to get there. And then, you know, you know, I started to, I, I eventually did a couple episodes. I think I did one or two by myself. And then Joe came on, which yep. was great, you know, and, and Joe said, Hey, I want to, I want, can, can I continually come? So, yeah, absolutely. Come, you know, and me and Joe be, grew a chemistry. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was a couple episodes later, we did your interview yep. I think it's, yeah. and then you jumped on and we mm-hmm. just realized, I think from that point it clicked. It was like, wow, you know, Ken's intelligent. Joe's a little bit more intelligent than I am. And we're more Joe's, goofballs than Joe's you really are. Intelligent. <laughs> he is. He's, he's, he's a smart guy. He Cohesiveness. Has, Thank you. Wish for yeah. Joe, but he's, he's also, um, He's a very funny man too. Like he's got a really yes. quick wit, yes. which is oh, not yeah. what I'm known for. Like I'll just sit here and look crap up on the internet <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, it, it is funny how all three of us, and again, there are other components to the podcast, but I mean, actually the three guys who are consistently on camera are me, you and Joe. Yeah, um, there's a lot of people behind the, a lot of people too. behind the scenes you don't see and people who help out in ideas and stuff that come through, uh, you know, through other brothers as well. Uh, and give them as much credit because they're just as much a part of the family as us. And we yep. got uh, uh, Peter Daigle, who I just text out on a whim and be like, hey, make me an image. Yep. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what's in my head. Run with it. Yep. <laughs> he does it. He actually made uh, an image that I did that was uh, another podcast I was going to do, but I think we've effectively. Yeah, well, you know, you try yeah, to no, right you know, um, okay throw things. ideas out once in a while. That's totally fine. And, you know, the path to success is littered with screw ups. Yeah, and absolutely. Things and people who have fallen on their face. So. Yep. But you don't accomplish anything if you don't try. Mm-hmm. And then you got Rafferty, of course, who's doing right. all of the uh, the coordination of the background, mm-hmm. a lot of the social media stuff. Yep. We don't see him on camera very often, but man, yep. you feel his presence because yeah. he does a lot of work for yes, us. Yes, he does. Of and his own free will and accord and out of the kindness of his heart. We really appreciate that. Right. And so with us three finally jumping on this podcast and really doing it, you know, on camera and everything, our our uh the way that we deal and talk to one another and you know, we each bring something to the podcast. Me, I'm kind of the hard-headed, rough-around-the-edges type Mason who's, you know, outspoken, I guess. You're not as Idea outspoken. man, too, though. You come up with a lot of ideas. I come up with a lot of goofy shit. Come out of your brain, which is, yeah, you need that. I, I There's try a lot of think, crazy crap, too, but there's right. a lot of really good ideas. And I try to think of things that I would find funny or things that I find interesting or when I'm driving along in my truck and I just sit there and I'm like, huh, I wonder what would happen with Freemasonry if, you know, Shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, there you go. Perfect episode. Yep. You know, or, you know, what if Freemasonry is abolished? Oh, yep. Hey, let's talk about it. You yep. know? So I, I come up with a couple ideas. Um, I find you to be the more intelligent of the two of, of the three of us. You, you logical. We'll go with logical. Okay. All right. So you, you seem to be more logical and level-headed. I'm not level-headed. Um, 
I question everything. I beat my shoe on the table like, (laughs) what was that, Uh, Khrushchev beating the shoe on the table? Was that Khrushchev? I think it was. Or maybe it was Gorbachev. I don't remember. Somebody was one of those. One of the Russian presidents was beating, or the Soviet Union prime ministers was beating the shoe on the table. That's me. You seem to have more logic. Like, you think, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fairly even-tempered, and, you know, I, I don't trust anything at face value like seeing evidence and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and i think that kind of you know (laughs) i think that kind of works like i think everybody's personality kind of jives we get along really well which is important Mm -hmm. because otherwise one of us would have told the others to go f themselves (laughs) would have left by now (laughs) so that's important like you gotta have mutual respect and you have to have uh, you know trust right and and get along really well on the air and Mm -hmm. offline so yeah it just kind of worked it's weird how these things kind of work out every once and, in a while. And Joe is, I love Joe's humor. Joe is yeah. a funny, funny guy. And the man and can it's sing. So, you know, the rest he of can sing. Can't. He can't I'll give him that much. But Joe's humor is so dry sometimes yeah. that you don't know he's hitting you with something yeah. until it's too late. I mean, until you go back and you're editing the, the freaking exactly, I'll be sitting there editing and I'm like, yeah. oh, that son of a, like, yeah. I missed it. it just let it fly. And, and I, I'm like, oh, it. damn. And yeah, everybody else hears it. It's so subtle, his yep. his his comments. And, and, you know, Joe brings a lot of intelligent things to the conversation. One of the things that I love about Joe is he's usually the counter Yeah. to a conversation. Yep. So you, know, you got to have somebody who's always willing to play devil's advocate. And there are things, right, there are things that you and I agree on. And then Joe's like, well, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Wait, what? You're not on board with this? No. Let me tell you why. No. And then we're sitting there like, oh, wow. Like, it's a valid point. <laughs> He's also the spiritual center of this podcast, oh, yeah. I think, right? Because yes. it's like, you clearly need Jesus. <laughs> I'm over here kind of like, you know, the the cynic. And Joe is, you know, he comes in and he blesses us and mm-hmm. goes off to a monastery to center <laughs> himself. I mean, if we didn't have that kind of like spiritual guidance, we would just be, you know, Throwing yeah. beer bottles out the Pretty window much. and stuff. It would be a complete so, crap show up here. Let me tell you how that happened. I was actually in Walmart, and I think I went into Walmart to get like a coffee creamer or something. I can't remember what it was, but I went into Walmart, and I just so happened to be walking by the T-shirt standing. I'm sorry. Say what you want about Walmart. They got some funny shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got some funny little one-liner shirts, right? Antarctica. And they're relatively cheap rather than going online and buying funny shirts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you go online and you spend, you know, $25 on a T-shirt. You go to Walmart and you get one for like five bucks. Yeah. You know? It's probably going to fall apart, but it's still funny for like the first week that you wear it. <laughs> right. So, and I just so happened to walk by this thing and I seen the shirt and it said, y'all need Jesus. And I'm like, Oh, this is perfect. Like, I, I think we were we doing... We really do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Was it the episode? Was it uh, Freemasonry in Catholic Church? It was. Yeah, yep. And it was like, like it just hit me. Like, right then and there, I'm like, oh, my God. I got to get the shirt. Like, yep. this is perfect for, for, the, for the episode. And that's how that happened. Um, and now it became your slogan. It became you my slogan. What? Walmart's yep. probably selling out of those shirts <laughs> all 50 states right now. But... Uh, maybe not and then uh the only other shirt that i wish i could find would be a revolutionary war piper going you know 
that's a that's the pain in the butt about shutting down that store. I mean, for I mean, yeah, okay, it's it wasn't doing a huge volume of sales and right, stuff, right, right. but I mean, it's like all of those things that fall out of your brain yeah. end up on a T-shirt. Yeah, even though nobody buys them, you scroll by and you're like, eh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I wish that there's. I think I, I really wish that you know, and I I get how like you know other companies they they get a factory and they get a T-shirt press and they make the shirts themselves and realistically it's cost efficient for them but to yeah, actually sign up for a like a shopify or something it costs money yeah and if you're not making the money back that you're putting into it the juice ain't worth the squeeze yep. and you got to shut it down yeah. like you're covering their point. overhead as well as everyone else who has an right. idea who wants to throw a shopify site together mm -hmm. plus they have to make a profit too so mm -hmm. they're adding margin on top of that so yeah it's still of course i mean it's cheaper than buying your own screen printing setup Right, but it's still expensive. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's it, it, and realistically, things. if you bought a screen printing setup, it's it's paid for. Like it's expensive at that moment, but if you really take into consideration that you know, let's say you're not selling a lot of t-shirts, but you still have a printing thing that you're not paying for. Yeah, you own it. You know, and you mean? can toll manufacture for other people too. Right, you know? and you know, basically, uh, you could eventually by putting money toward like Shopify or whatever and paying X amount a month. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the hell it was like 30, 40 bucks. I think. Yeah. Which is, it adds up and eventually yeah. it becomes more money than it would have been just to spend the initial money to get a freaking screen press yeah. or a screen printer. Yeah. You know? So uh, we had to shut some things down, but yeah. realistically, Someday maybe we'll hit those kinds of volumes. And if there's enough yeah. people that are clamoring for this kind of stuff on t-shirts and mm. hey, we'll, we'll tack on an e-commerce right portion of the website that we're building out That's and awesome. uh easy enough honestly well the other thing we need to do is we need to figure out some freaking tech because we have a bitch of, i have a pain in the ass of a time trying to set all this up and you know and get it all where it's it's mindless you know mm -hmm. i got a lot of different things that i i kind of do when i go home i manage the patreon as best as i can mm -hmm. uh the discord is pretty much they the discordians they just run so <laughs> Yeah, uh, they we do all kind of thing. like throw our hands in for the different social uh -huh. media profiles and stuff, so that's right. fairly straightforward. But yeah, making the uh, making the overall recording and video content generation experience seamless mm -hmm. would be really freaking cool. Yeah, make that something that you one. fire up and boom, it all yep. works. Everything goes goes to YouTube, goes to Facebook, goes to yeah. Patreon. Everything just boom does. That's not I'm the kind sure of code there's... that I write. Yeah. We're gonna have to buy some software <laughs> to do that. And I'm sure there is software out there. Ideally. It's just at this point, it's kind of I just enjoy doing Facebook Live. Again, we're not mm -hmm. we're not super big yet. You know, yeah. we're 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 climbing up pretty fast. And and honestly, I never would have thought in January of 2019 that we would have almost 900 followers mm -hmm. uh, in one year. Yeah. Never thought it would happen. Uh, on top of that, people, Patreon, who, you know, contribute to the podcast and pay for the content and and pay for us to to do this, you know, because it, it's expensive. Yep. I mean, initially it was a lot of money. And then as we increase and buy more things, like can do more things and, you know, everybody, I mean, simple things. I'm not even talking about like hardware stuff. I'm yeah. talking about software stuff, yeah. programs, NCH, which is one of the programs that I used to record. Mm -hmm cost money yeah they, i gotta pay for that and you, you know? can do all this stuff for free like i totally get it guys don't blow yeah, comments yeah, yeah. up with like oh you can use open source software yeah, yeah we yeah. totally get that there's a lot of it that's like either too difficult to use or, or project yeah or just not well designed yeah because there's some open source software that's not uh -huh. well designed 
sometimes if there aren't enough contributors to the project, it kind of dies on the vine. Right, right. And then all of a sudden it has like security vulnerabilities and stuff and you don't know because you just have it installed on your machine. Right. So it's kind of a blessing and a curse and it requires a lot of research. I mean, there's a lot of Google research that we have to do on like what software is best with what hardware and, you know, what other um, podcasters are doing to kind of like, you know, make the the listener experience mm-hmm. more positive whether it be through video or audio recording and kind of like you know we have to weigh everything against right. what we have for income and how much you know expendable mm-hmm. right. cash flow we have to to throw at this hobby right it's yeah. becoming more and more than a hobby at this point yeah no this is and with the amount of of, of likes and listeners that we have at this point we're gonna have to scale our operations but right now right. You know, one of the other things I never thought that this podcast would ever do was help as many people as we have. Yeah, that's the important thing. I mean, that's really what we're shooting I, for. I, I, I started at first to delete, you know, conversations that I was having because I'm like, ah, hurry up. I helped him. Yeah, all right, I helped him. But at some point when it was literally like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. you know, people a day yeah. saying like, like hey, hey, I decided to petition a lodge because I stumbled on your pod. Like that's or hey, I heard your podcast. How do I become a Mason? Yeah. Uh, what state do you live in? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. What state do you live in? I live in uh, South Carolina. Yep. Okay. And I would fire out a link and then I thought I'd yep. sit there and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to delete these anymore. Yep. I want to see how many messages come through the line. Mm-hmm. And it's it it was i couldn't believe it like how many people were reaching out and hearing us saying wow you guys are hysterical you guys are funny like we actually had one uh a couple uh couple days ago yeah it does happen all the time now we actually got a message uh from uh let's see here where's the where where is it where is it where is it it? this is on facebook yes yeah i saw that one oh you did see that yeah i'm trying to pull it up but now it's it's breaking my stones here yeah, I mean, like, that, that's really the important thing as far as I'm concerned. I mean, obviously, we want to support our listeners who are already Masons and, you know, have content that's that's relevant for, you know, our Masonic family out there. But right. really what we're, you know, our, our hidden agenda here is to raise awareness about the craft um, and not necessarily influence, but just get information um, out there to, to men who are of like mind who may want to join the craft. And even if they don't, that's cool. But when that happens every once in a while, it makes you feel really good. So I can't find it, but I know that uh, the person's Facebook name was SCVA. And uh, they reached out. They said, hey, you know, they were basically like, I you know, heard your podcast. You guys are hilarious. You know, we, uh, it's inspired me to look into Freemasonry. Um, and my grandfather was a Freemason after World War One. And, you know, even if you don't become a Mason, it's, it's very cool to see, you know, people that are hey i'm i'm probably not gonna be a mason but i'm reading a whole lot about it yeah which is cool i mean that's really what we're trying to do is show obviously we're trying to show the lighthearted part of the craft as well Mm. but we're trying to educate people too and if all we do is maybe change your opinion or at least let you see what the fraternity is all about Mm -hmm. that's enough as far as i'm concerned right because it's changing people's mind and it's taking people away from that that cult stigma and you know um, negative opinions about the craft that right. you know that have occurred in the past that <laughs> really doesn't do anybody any good. Yeah, and you know, that's pretty much why I got started. Is is I wanted to 
you know, again, I talked about that's how it happened in the beginning was that, you know, we were watching the numbers dwindle for people who wanted to be Masons in Connecticut. And I never thought it was going to go, you know, all the way to freaking Australia, mm-hmm. which, by the way, uh, brother Michael Alchin has. Oh, a, yeah, we got to talk he, about Australia. He put a there's a lot. The, the, basically, the whole country is on fire <laughs> with all the wildfires down there. And he put on the Freemasons podcast community. And I'm going to tell him if he hasn't put it on the main Freemasons podcast page that there is a uh, you can talk about it, Ken, because you probably have it up in front of you. I don't have yeah, it. Well, you know, I don't have it up on my screen. Oh. I'm trying to actually go through the inbox to find that message you were talking about. But while wow, that's loading up, I just didn't want to jump on my own yeah, access that's point because I didn't. Yeah, want that's to. fine jinx the voodoo that's keeping the video going over here um but yeah i mean i saw the graphic that he that he shared of mm-hmm. i think it was on um discord but it's basically discord. a map of all the entire yeah. island mm-hmm. of australia the entire nation of australia and it shows little icons where all the wildfires are and man yeah. it's like the entire damn country yeah like it's no joke it's not just like when there's a California wildfire, mm, no. it's like one state, and there's like a little strip. It's like the entire country. And he posted and some photos on... and the videos, yeah. man, that are coming oh, out are God. freaking heartbreaking. Um, and he did post the Red Cross donation Thank link. You. So, brothers, friends, if you guys can can you know contribute, I know we ask a lot um, as far as contributing to, right. to charitable causes, but we try to pick the most important ones. And mm-hmm. man, like they are just getting, yeah, you know, destroyed down there in Australia. If you can help your brothers down under, absolutely, I highly recommend doing so. And it's a worthy cause. Yeah, and uh, first thing we did in Discord was when I started seeing those wildfires and everything. I said, uh, "Aussie, sound off." <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we got a lot of listeners down there. Yeah, make sure everybody's absolutely. safe. Michael Alchin and and there's so many other ones that uh, it, the guys who are on Discord as well. Nippy, I think, is one of them. I mean, again, yeah. not all the names are their names. Yeah, you so. know what? I mean, I go by the screen names. Sometimes so. I forget like who's who. Yeah, it gets you know, because good. they don't they don't like go in and edit their names. So I'm right. like, oh, that Nippy guy with the little pig icon yeah. is so funny. <laughs> yeah, who the hell is that guy again? <laughs> yeah, um, but you brothers are great. Yeah, you brothers are awesome. And you know, I actually spoke to Lynx. He actually called me uh, through Facebook. Oh, good. And we video video message and yeah, we were worried about him. We we're like, this dude, hasn't yeah, he doesn't. He hasn't sounded yeah. off in like a while. So, but he called. Uh, we video message and it's so it's funny. We had a great funny conversation because I was like, all right, I'm gonna eat real quick. I'll call you back in a couple of minutes. I said, uh, make sure you have a good night. And he's standing there with a blue sky and birds. Yeah, freaking like, yeah. middle of the day for him. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. ten o'clock in the morning, mate. Yeah, and I know Aussies are gonna choke me out for my terrible accent yeah that's but, a skibbly dee dee but yeah a proper accent <laughs> my eight-year-old does so. a better australian accent than you but yeah i mean it's like literally these fires are like everybody's yeah. in close proximity to them in australia no yeah. matter where you live and it's mm-hmm. it's scary stuff and the wildlife the decimation that's happening to the ecosystem and the wildlife i mean there are some species that are native to australia mm-hmm. that may never bounce back from this right that's we, pretty messed are up. Are we getting any messages through? I don't know if um, yeah, I didn't. I, I wasn't looking at the feed, but I saw. I just found that um, that message that SCVA sent to us. Oh, I'm talking about on the actual uh, live feed of conversations because uh, there are a couple. But uh, I, I jumped off of that temporarily. Uh, okay, but SCVA. I'm not sure what his real name is. Said, "Oh, oh my God, OMG! You guys are so funny and informative." Uh-huh. I just started listening to the podcast. I recently found out my great grandpa was a member. Um, and it's all secretive and denied and avoided, mm-hmm. but I had to get to the bottom of it. And the info I've gotten from the podcast is so much better. I almost bought books 
but it's hard to know who is right and who is not, which is absolutely true. Right. Especially if you're doing research on the internet, man, uh-huh. you don't know what's what. Right. Um, he said, thank you. I really enjoy listening and the information. You guys are great. Awesome. So thank you, my friend. Thank you. I totally appreciate that. Jo- Joseph Schultz says no one can manage us. <laughs> yes. On discord, it is, it is raw and rough and yeah. there is no management. I mean, <laughs> technically speaking, I manage, it, but yeah. I've already basically said, listen, gloves are off around there. If you want to be a patron and well, on that one channel, that, on uh, that, the Mason jar channel where it's the like Mason jar guys. channel. The other one is Masonic nature. Take its course. We don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. And uh, the other one is Masonic information. So if somebody yep. has a serious inquiry about something, because we try to keep the horse shit and the serious stuff separate. So yep. we have the Masonic Information Channel, which is where, you know, brothers will uh, talk about Mason stuff or, you know, yep. important things like that. Yep. And then the other channel is uh, the Mason Jar Channel. And that one is, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like. It's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> brotherly love and friendship as well. Brotherly love and friendship right. on a different yeah. level. Yep. <laughs> And uh, I heard it's funny, man, because there's guys from all over the world on there and everybody gets along and everybody comes from completely different walks of life. We have Mm. different political opinions. Yep. But man, we can all come together when there's a cause that needs supporting. And you know, what's really cool, beautiful thing. And the other thing that was really cool is to actually see that the reading back the the discord conversations and uh, there's brothers talking about, like again, Nathan Moss and and, uh, the G. Mm-hmm. Gideon, yeah, they're meeting up and like, yep. and they piss me off a little bit when I'm at work and they're sitting outside in the pub, freaking, <laughs> in the middle, and they don't say like anything. Don't do that. They just pick up no, but they just pick up the phone and all I see is just this, just yeah, not saying anything, Breaking just showing like, me yeah. that they're drinking. I'm like, oh, you bastards. <laughs> so, but then we also have uh, two other brothers who are out in the Midwest that are talking about, you know, hey, we're gonna let, let's meet yeah. up, let's go up, and that to me is so cool yeah. that people from uh, brothers, people whomever uh, who are who listen to the podcast, who are Discordians or not on Discord, we call them Discordians. Joe coined that. Yep. But um, they're from all walks of life that would yeah. have never ever met one another ever. Until we started doing this. Yeah. And, and that to me is one of the most gratifying things. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the reasons I continue to do this is because I meet all of these mm-hmm. people. Right. Mostly on a virtual kind of yep. plan. But eventually, I'm sure we're going to get together at events like Masonicon and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Absolutely. And the brothers that may listen to the podcast from the Northeast, maybe a couple of them will show up there. Uh-huh. And man, that's that's just great. Right. Like you, you meet so many more brothers this way than <laughs> just traveling alone. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of a lot of fun. It's really cool, and um, it's twelve after six. So I was like, "Yeah, I haven't got." The, oh, okay, you got your phone. I got my case. phone out. I got my phone up. Case I have brother calls. Okay, Skype hasn't hit yet, so we're just gonna keep rolling with it. Right. You know, I just wanted to make sure we didn't. Uh, I I get sucked so far into our conversation that we forgot about our guest. No, I uh, I didn't forget about the guest. I emailed him a little while ago, and I said, "Hey, we're up here. We're ready." And I got nothing. So, and I spoke to him this morning. So uh, we'll we'll it'll happen when it happens. Mm-hmm. No force in the issue. Nope. Stuff happens. Yes. But uh, one of the other things that I really, really, really enjoy about the podcast is to again, again, the beginning episodes are very crude, but I like the progression of how it all kind of happened. You know, like listening to things in their infantile stage, and then you know we had some, yeah, a turbulent month or two there in the middle where we were like oh, 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 oh. we crossed yeah. the line yeah but well, we've we were always already 
we've always kind of tiptoed right up to the, uh, yeah. the the perimeter, right? But mm-hmm. we've never really right. crossed over, I don't think. But yeah, there's yeah. been some. But what we've what we've done is you know, realistically, you know, there are brothers that reach out. Uh, brother uh, Mike Hamrick reached out and he said, "Hey, you know, we gave some suggestions and ideas, and we were kind of starting to head down that road anyway of starting to dial things back." Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Rafferty said it. I believe you had said it. You know, we got to start toning it back just a hair. We don't got to get. We don't got to go completely. Uh, you know, rated G. You know. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, um, Grand Lodge kind of took notice, and they're yep. like, "Hey!" Yeah, but it, it's it's an it's a very cool progression to see from our crude early stage as to what we are now, mm-hmm. and it, the maturity of it, how it all happened. And yep. now we have a you know when you have just, I thought it was cool to have, you know, all the masons up here and have a room full of like eight to twelve people yeah. all up here. But you know, as I got. As as it kind of progressed, I said, you know, this is perfect because it's just me, Joe, and Ken, and and the three of us each get a chance to talk, whereas when we had episodes that were rooms full of people, it was just one over the other over the other, and, you know, it's nice that it kind of scaled back to what it is now. Although it was fun to have Gideon up here. Oh, that was a blast. All of the other brothers, there was a bunch of Morningstar brothers up here, and we had that that group photo with all those guys mm-hmm. in the room. We all had yep. microphones. I mean, that's tough to manage, but man, was that yeah. a lot of fun going that out was to a, dinner. That was an absolute lot of fun. And worshipful brother Joe Schultz is asking us what the high point of the year is, which I feel like we're getting too much into the topic that we were going to get into on our 100th well, I episode. Think but This is fine because you know what I can yeah, do is I, I was actually thinking the two things I could do is do uh, you know, the best of and just do it in yep. two parts, part one for yeah. Thursday. And part two for our one year, so that's yeah, fine. We got to have Joe, uh, worshipful brother Joe, How chip come? in on this conversation as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I think Joe is is watching as well, so that's true. He can uh, he can chime in at any point. I don't know why High I'm point. not getting to see the 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 live feed here. Here we go, Jim I'm Thomas. Hey, brothers. Hey, what's going on, brother? Uh, was the high point of the year, Jordan Jensen? Good evening, brother. Was the high point of the year? What is the high point of the year for you? <clears throat> huh. That's a good question. I mean, we had so many cool experiences, and they happen at different points throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I would have to say, you know, my it's it's a two parter, I guess, because mm-hmm. when we had guests up here, when we had listeners up here, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't here when the Schultzes came up. All right, thankfully, or you know, <laughs> thankfully, or regretfully, not, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I love those guys. You, you guys know yeah. I love you. But w- when we have <laughs> listeners come up here and hang out with us, mm-hmm. and we get to meet people in real life, yeah. that I love that. Right. All right. So when Gideon came up here, that was a huge highlight. When Peter Daigle came up here, that mm-hmm. was awesome. And the Schultz brothers. Yep. So I think if I, I can't pick one episode, but I think those episodes were my favorites. Yeah. <sighs> highlight of the year for me. Uh, taking nothing away from all those who have come up here, the highlight of the year for me is when we had most worshipful Mel Johnson up here, the Grandmaster. For sure. For me, as the guy who started this that was rough, rugged, and raw, and crude, to have a Grandmaster on an episode made me feel a sense of legitimacy. Yeah. That we're not just a bunch of friggin' idiots up here just 
spewing word vomit and to actually be able to interview a grandmaster and and i'll even go with one further saying uh the right eminent grand commander michael seaman yeah yep that was another it was two commanding you know highest ranking uh templar and mason in the state of connecticut for me and i mean even even down to the district deputies and everything every time that somebody of of masonic stature comes on the show and don't get me wrong i love the fact that militich we interviewed him yep. and everything and, and yep. celebrity brothers and everything but somebody who is a very high ranking member especially of the state of connecticut which is where we're from yep to have them say hey can we come on the show that was that that That's to me cool. was a sense of, of pride and legitimacy of of wow this mm-hmm. is this is this is real yep this isn't just me up here with a microphone acting like an idiot this is real. We're really doing something yep. here. It makes you want to keep going back to it. Yeah. So I would have to say uh, that was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Worshipful Brother Joe may be doing other things now. I don't know. He hasn't chimed in. but uh, Potentially. He's down in Florida. So we'll he, cover this he's playing with sure. his lightsaber. And I mean yeah. his lightsaber. He yeah. actually made He's actually got a really cool lightsaber. Like <laughs> really freaking cool. Right. I am impressed. Um, so... Uh, Rory James Wood Jr. Brother. Hey, good evening, brother. Uh, brother Adam Nelson. The episode with the Grandmaster was amazing. Yes, absolutely. That it was, was it was really fun for us. It was very fun for us. It was, you know, to and when he's sitting there and he's talking about uh, his, his slogan, Mudita, and his he's brought up his apron and everything. And it was it was cool for me because it was just two Masons talking. Yeah. And again, uh, you and I think Joe were delayed that day. So I actually had to have yeah. a one-on-one with the Grandmaster. And we're up here, and we were yep. just talking, like two brothers, two yep. Masons. There was no higher rank. There was no talk yeah. about, you know. You're on the level. And you know what? The best the, the best Grandmasters are like that. Yeah. It, the it, guys that I know personally, they're all like that. Like, they're like, don't call me most worshipful, sir. I'm like, I'm going to keep yeah. calling you most worshipful, <laughs> sir. They're like, don't do that. But, but honestly, that, that was, to, to me, that was, that was awesome. The, the, yeah, I, I he's a guy. See here, I, this I'm having a hell of a time trying to scroll down and see these comments here. That's what I'm. So mine's thinking. mine's staying pretty consistent here. So the signal's good. It's not like yeah. No, it's it's again. I'm still this is new product here. So I'm still yeah. trying to figure out. I'm used to the 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 click and drag, yeah. and it, it doesn't have it that doesn't anymore. That it's just a back, yeah. a board. <laughs> I have one of those too. Uh, Rory James Ward you Jr. You saw his. Uh, go ahead. Read it. Up. Yep, yeah, so yep. he's like listening to this podcast has helped me with my Masonic career, and I thank every one of y'all involved with the podcast. Thank you, brother. No, thank you. That's and what we're doing. You so guys trying, trying who are watching and listening right now, you make it all the worth. Because honestly, if it wasn't for you guys, we would have stopped this a long time ago. Yeah. Otherwise, we just take all this equipment off and we would just have a chat in the. Uh, well, my phone is background. ringing, but I okay. highly doubt that that is him because it's an eight six zero number, which would be Northern number. Connecticut. So unless it's going through Skype on a repeater, I don't know if that's on uh, Skype. I don't works. think so because it would ring on here too because yeah. I have Skype up. So right. or it would it would ring as a Skype number, but. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> oh, Joseph Schultz asked if we're broadcasting from Masonica. That's a great question. <sighs> last year we didn't, but again, yeah. last year we were literally three months, so nobody even paid us any mind. It yeah. was literally they walked by like, "Where are the lapel pins? Oh, yeah. you don't have any? Bye. Right around the corner." <laughs> Can't blame a Mason for that. I mean, lapel pins uh, are <laughs> pretty much why we do this. 
Um, I'm, I'm hoping that we should do that. I am hoping, hoping and praying that the design that I chose for the lapel pin will be done and I will have them for Masonicon. Cool. So I, I chose it. It's, it's that image. I got it where it's the enamel, the hard, hard yeah. enamel. It, it's like embedded and it, it's really nice. And I, I chose it. I finally pulled the trigger on it. And uh, I'm hoping that I'll have them by April, which yeah. I should. The manufacturing process does take time. But yeah, they should, but I should be fine getting, getting them struck by them. So broadcasting from a Sonicon. Would they I'm give us go an with, area to do that? Uh yeah, well we give our own. We already we already bought and paid for. We got enough room in our booth. They yep. don't have a problem with we, us going live. We bring our own table. And I say and let's do it, man. The only thing we'll need is uh, Ken's hotspot. Yep, I always have it with me. So yes, it's uh, my side. Joseph, worship brother Joseph Schultz. This podcast energizes me when I'm burned out. Uh, you know, me too. It does me too. As yeah. a matter of fact, I want to get the shock collar and whack you. All right. I could go for that right now. That was, I'm sorry, probably the dumbest idea I think I've ever had. Yeah, like, it, was really fun. <laughs> it was fun. But when we just decided we didn't like getting shocked anymore, oh. so we stopped doing them. <laughs> but it's still around, man. It, it's still around. It's still in the other the closet. But I mean, that first time where I charged that thing up and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I think I put it at, what would we have it on originally? 80? Yeah, at an 50, 50 is usually where we kind of like sat. Yeah, yeah, I think we pretty much because it's it's it, it it whacks you. Yeah, your whole arm feels it, yep. but it doesn't shoot and start twitching your left eye no. either. You know, and but 80 uh, is like you can't use it for like a, a trivia episode, <sighs> right? Because you don't you only want to get whacked once at 80. Right. It's like you don't want to keep putting the stupid <laughs> thing back in your hand. So I get that we had to dial it back down yeah. a little bit. It definitely didn't hurt anybody. We weren't in any uh, peril or you know danger right. or anything. <laughs> it just sucks. Man. It looks getting zapped. And I don't remember if I told you or Joe the idea first, but I'm like, I want to get a shot collar. <laughs> yeah, I think both of us were like, this is a <laughs> terrible, What do you want to get a shot idea? collar for? Yeah. I'm like, let's do Masonic trivia. <laughs> and you're uh, like, oh, okay, well, maybe. Uh, maybe. All right, well, uh, we'll give it a shot. Hey, worshipful brother Chris Poole and worshipful master hey. Lodge. Evening, brother. Worshipful master. Oh, Shaden Ismat. If I'm saying that wrong, I apologize, brother. How many lapel pins is the acceptable minimum Ooh. one should wear? Minimum. That's a tough <laughs> Not question. maximum. Do you want another beer? You yeah, can answer that so. question. I'll grab you another one. You know, for me, so let me think. We have, in my lodge, we have... Um, name tags custom name tags and every new brother in the lodge gets one they're big kind of rectangular gold you know nice plated it's not real gold but they're really nice name tags they have our names kind of engraved on them and there's this little leather flap underneath the name tag where you can put lapel pins ostensibly some people if they're uh if they have um fathers or sons that are masons they put their lewis jewels on there but otherwise you can just if you know just you can put whatever lapel pin you want in there. That will hold three, I've found. Um, smaller ones, you can probably fit a couple more. So I'm going to go with the maximum I can put on there is five. And then I would say one on your lapel, on your tuxedo lapel, is probably acceptable in addition to that. So I would say the minimum is six. Minimum is six. Minimum is six. <laughs> because you need your lodges pin. You need like the grandmaster <laughs> of that year's pin. 
You need like one that represents the bodies you belong to. And let's face it, we have a lot of friggin' stickers in the back of our cars because we belong to a lot of bodies. So yeah, I, mean, I think six is probably a reasonable minimum. Uh, it doesn't weigh you down that much. If you fall in a lake or something, you're probably not going to drown. I mean, the extra weight. I've always been the. I've always been a number three. I've a, a three well, guy. It's a Masonic number. Three Masonic lapel number. pins, tops, because again, I've I've. Uh, and I know what the rules are, and I know what it says, and all that stuff. And I think that the, I think it's actually three. I could be wrong though, but I don't think Does there's actually a. Def- I don't think Connecticut has a maybe rule not written on it because I've been all through the rules and regs and the the ancient charters and everything. I don't see anything about. But that. honest to God, I've the been officer's manual. I've been to some commandery meetings where, where people told you. I've heard. No, it no, too. no, 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 no. Commandery meetings where they're wearing their uniform and they look like a Russian general. Yeah. Just oh, start oh, yeah. They got just pins. Let them and, sing. <laughs> Let them sing. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I guess, there should be like a logical limit. Right. To it. I mean, I've heard people say that there is a maximum number that you can have in Connecticut. Mm. But I don't think I've never seen it written anywhere. I think it's just kind of like a rule of thumb that somebody decided to say was a, a you know a grand jurisdiction thing. As long as the leather stays on, otherwise you make modifications. <laughs> Worshipful brother Chris, absolutely. So that leather on those fancy name tags that we have, um, by default they're kind of like glued, but it's not hot glue. It's like right, uh, like roofing tar or something that they use to like <laughs> stick the thing in the right. back of the plastic. And over time, especially if it's very hot in the lodge room, it starts sagging, <laughs> and then it falls off, and you get like this like pine tar crap oh. all over your jacket. So he had a genius idea, and I need, I still need to do that. I have a rivet gun at home. I haven't done it, but he took a rivet gun and riveted the thing on there, and it actually like adds a nice like aesthetic kind of look to the the nameplate uh. with the two rivets on the bottom, and it keeps that leather from sliding off. Clever, and he needed that because he's got a Lewis jewel on his, and that thing's a little uh, heavy. Yeah, I don't want that leather sagging off. And- Heath Moss, as a new master mason, this podcast has really stirred my interest in seeing more, uh, seeking more light. May not have all the information, but encourages me to do my own research. Awesome, and uh, that's pretty much that's one of the things we wanted to do yeah. is just you know inform people, point you in the right direction. If we did all the research for you, then A, it wouldn't be your journey, and B, and I all we would be doing is research. <laughs> and before I get to uh, Jordan Jensen's question here, uh, Brother Jordan Jensen, I, I also want to say that is, you know, one of the person, one of the people, we had a bad review boo, on Apple iTunes who basically said, oh, there's too much rambling and none of their facts are right. We never claim to have the facts correct. We don't want our facts correct. Because I don't want us to seem like we're smarter than you. We bring up a topic, yeah. and we let you decide. Yeah. We, we present to you our opinions, and then it's up to you to go looking into more light. Yeah. It's not for us the, to tell you, right. you. know, The whole point of what we're doing here is to show that we're normal people. And normal people don't sit on, you know, on, on the top of the mount and hand down edict well not edicts but hand down information like this is the word like you have to no i mean we're if you have a conversation if you're already a brother and you're having a conversation after lodge in your common room with other brothers you guys are just talking opinions right right that's what we're doing here that's what we want to do 
if there's one person in that group that's like the know-it-all that has like encyclopedic like knowledge of freemasonry right that's cool but you're probably not going to want to hang around with that guy all the time <laughs> you know, yeah it's funny how you say we're normal people but then i looked down on my computer screen and there's a freaking puppet standing <laughs> but normal well, people have puppets i mean <laughs> but- what Even people that claim to be normal, they have their little idiosyncrasies. And we right. have a puppet. <laughs> uh, Brother Jordan Jensen, any advice to meeting Masons out of state lodges traveling soon to Colorado and a lodge in the area is hosted is hosting their stated? What would be the best Beth, uh, best method of approaching the lodge? Well, mm-hmm. number one, uh, I'm pretty sure this is a you know, uh, I believe this is from jurisdiction to grand jurisdiction. But the first thing you should do is you should uh, go to your grand secretary of the state that you're part of and inform them that you want to visit this particular lodge. Um, for a couple reasons, you need to make sure that the grand jurisdiction of that state is recognized by your state and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But also on top of that, the last thing you want to do is surprise a lodge mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, I'm here, guys. I'm like, Who the hell is this guy? You know. And so you want to make sure that your grand secretary is informed uh, so that he can properly uh, introduce them, uh, to, you know, let them know that you're coming. On top of that, your grand secretary should vet you so that you don't have to go through the whole Tyler's oath and, mm-hmm. you know, step here, step there, dance this, damn, do the Which whole thing. They, they, they may ask, they, they may make you work your way into, which right. should always be the pleasure of a Mason to, uh-huh. to say, yep, I can do that. Uh-huh. and show them that you are a, a, a true and lawful mason which right. is fine but yeah it does kind of save a lot of time if and, you have an introduction and a lot of the states that are going to be hosting you or a lot of lodges will actually they'll put on a whole thing for you mm-hmm. they'll they'll have a dinner for you though yep. not they may or may not but i know honor you somehow yeah <laughs> they'll honor you somehow and, and bring you in and you know present something to you i mean i know a uh, cool story about New Haven Commandery and St. John's Commandery in Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, somewhere down there. Um, I think it's Pennsylvania. I, I think it's uh, Philadelphia, but I could be wrong. Uh, I, St. John's, though. But when they came up north to the tricentennial, they stopped into New Haven Commandery to uh, to to just have a meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, they were on their way back home. I said, oh, New Haven Commandery's having a meeting. And uh, they showed up with a Knight's Templar sword. And it's, it's now our knighting sword. Oh, cool. And a couple of years later, New Haven Commandery went down, went down to them and presented them with a sword. That's pretty cool. So then what happened was, forgetting that they presented um, New Haven with a sword, mm-hmm. they came back up and presented them with another <laughs> sword. So you're going to so have to keep doing that over and over it's, again. It's become a yeah. tradition. And yep. this is things that happen when other Masons you know, yeah. go to other states. First so, of all, I would highly recommend you do travel because it is a very rewarding experience. Uh-huh. Um, like George said, it's going to vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. You're pretty safe talking to either your lodge secretary, secretary or the grand secretary, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Uh, to make that introduction and uh-huh. to make sure that there's Amity. Yep. There's also um, an app out there called the Amity app, uh-huh. which so if you're a little bit more of a high tech person and you don't want to actually talk to a human being or you want to just do your homework first, right. um, this app will tell you, you tell it what your grand jurisdiction is and what your lodge is um, in the one that you want to go visit. And it'll tell you whether there's mutual recognition between those two grand jurisdictions or not. Um, and whether that lodge is actually part of that grand jurisdiction and it's recognized in a regular lodge of masons. Right. 
you don't want to hundred percent rely on that. And again, you are still going to have to talk to your, mm-hmm. your, mm-hmm. your lodge or your grand secretary, mm-hmm. but at least that's kind of like some due diligence up front to say, yep, either they're recognized or they're not. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are your favorite episodes? My favorite what was episode? your favorite episode? Oh, I have to pick one. Hmm. Wow. I already got mine. I know what mine is. And it's kind of a double-edged sword because I'm going to make somebody angry if I don't pick the one that... Not the gratifying part of it. It doesn't have to be a guess, yep, but what was the one you had the most fun on? The one that I there had we go. the most, most fun. The most fun episode. Yes. Um, I had a great time at the Gideon episode. I thought mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. I'm trying to think if there's one that I had more fun at. I'm pretty sure that was... That was the one that I'd have to choose. I mean, the Halloween episode was fun. Yes, but the Halloween the episode. Was good. Just the fact that all the brothers came out—that was right. a, that was a good time. Love that one. My personal favorite okay. was actually—I think it might even been an extra segment or an after hours—and it was the George Spelling Bee. Where oh yeah, you idiots <laughs> were picking words that I had to say. Yeah. And Joe kept sabotaging it with like, <laughs> I don't know, it was like penetration. And then it was like uh, yeah. Joe Normus. And he's yep. going, say it, yep. say it. And even to was this day, I will, it, no, it was not a shot. Oh, that was okay. before the shock hour. That, pre- that was the predecessor to the shock yep. hour. But oh my God. I, to this day, can still go back and listen to that Spelling Bee episode, yeah. and I'll have tears streaming down my face because I remember actually being there when, you know, nobody, again, this is, before I think, before we even went live, and he's holding, oh, yeah. The, yeah. He's holding the card up yep. with the word on it, and I can see it, and, and I remember, like, listening to it, uh, you know, through the podcast, mm-hmm. I remember looking at it and just, just, Deteriorating right yep. there in the floor. I couldn't even control myself from that. That was the pronunciation B. It wasn't yes, even the spelling B. Yeah, so we yeah. were just throwing like fifth grader <laughs> words up and you had to pronounce them. Oh, before. that one was rough. Yeah. That um, was a good time. I did enjoy that one. I I did enjoy uh Brother Steve with the uh the polar prank thing. That was that was some funny stuff and mm-hmm. that was the hardest I had laughed at that point where you know I'm trying to be serious and I'm trying to you know and he's just uh this polar orange dry and he just come on ah, and it just and i'm like it's it's not sponsored by anything. no hey our uh, worst that worst really, master signed on this is a damn good beverage though i do love polar uh, i bet i have some at home jensen. right now i bet i have a few bottles of polar at home right now yeah uh brother jordan jensen thank you brother and very helpful not a problem anytime you know we're that's what we're here for Warsaw brother Thomas Brewer. What's going on, brother? Joseph Schultz, go to the Greece out of state too. Very interesting on what you learn. That's oh, yeah. one thing I like. Yep. Is ritual seeing the differences. differences in ritual. That's cool to see. Um it and even from varies from lodges to lodge. I like seeing the difference between like the way Harmony does things. Again, you guys mm-hmm. do the sign of the good shepherd. Yep. We don't do that. That's cool. You know, it's it's a lodge thing that you guys do. Yep. Uh, traditionally, it's um, weird when we're traveling. Though, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's yeah. like, "What the hell's wrong with these people?" <laughs> but it's it's it's. But you know what though? Everybody who does that, you know, he's harmony. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, also very cool. few other lodges that I know of that do that. And that's fact, also cool to about. like know. Oh, those are all the harmony boys, yep. the, or the Waterbury Gang, or yeah, whatever the Waterbury Mafia. 
<laughs> as we're known in certain other Masonic bodies, dinner clubs, when we show up, there's always like 10 of us or so. and We take up an entire table. Right. Uh, of them are Italian. That's right. They are. Yep. Uh, Heath Moss, brother Heath Moss. I do miss the commercials. They were funny. Oh, we'll be bringing them back. Yeah, Nothing is dead. Yeah. Nothing is dead. I wanted that to be clear. It just sometimes I feel like things need to go away for a little while to remain fresh. You don't want to keep doing yeah. things again. The polar thing went for a while, and then you know I I, I get very where it's like all right, we're beating a dead horse. It's 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 worn yeah. out. It's welcome. The commercials we did for a little while, and then we kind of let them go. But it doesn't mean that you know. Maybe one episode will just content ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe one episode it'll just pop up, and you yeah. won't even know it. It's just gonna uh, Real Brothers of Genius might pop up, yeah. or a lawyer commercial, or you know. But you know what? It takes time to do those things too, and then it takes time to do the videos. And if you're trying to do all of those things in addition yeah. to recording twice a week, it's right. like we could burn ourselves out pretty damn right. easily. So like inserting and removing things yes i mean we're, we're not really killing off any of those ideas it's just you know we got our day right. day jobs our usual vocations and our uh -huh. family life and yeah we gotta you know but i mean even switching switching things up though like we started we were doing the commercials we were doing the commercials we were doing this we were doing funny little songs and stuff like that but now we've gotten to where we're getting good with video now. Yeah. So we got our green screen. We so got to now... revisit, you know, Mystery Masonic Theater. Yeah, that's once we get our our and again chroma key thing when we here. started doing that, we were low low tech. Yeah, you know, we didn't know much about green screens. We didn't know much about. We had an idea, and Mystery Masonic Theater started off as you know it was a kind of a, it was corny. I'm not gonna lie, and everything. And I, it sounds like a great idea where it's us in the front, you know, of of a, a video a movie thing and and my idea was to put up like a a masonic um did we throw that footage away too i think we trashed yeah. it i mean it might be still on facebook i don't know i haven't checked our yeah. videos in a very long time it was but basically a silhouette of right worshipful brother george worshipful brother joe and i and the puppet <laughs> sitting in front of what you would expect to see a mystery science theater 3000 a movie screen the the problem was we did it in front of an actual projection screen, whereas of course they use you know a green screen and chroma keying, right? Um, which I, I think if we revisit it, we could probably do a better job on it. Yeah, but yeah, we threw the footage away because it was just it you know, and you did a lot of work too to try to yeah. get it to look just right, and we did yep. we eked as much performance out of that amateurish rig as possible but it right. still wasn't good enough you couldn't end. see it it was very dark it was yeah. tough so but we had some good lines too we man. did have some good <laughs> it sucks that we had to get rid of that uh and it was like it had to pee yeah and it's like <laughs> george do you need to pee he's like no are you sure i gotta pee <laughs> <laughs> we had fun doing it yeah, and uh you know, not all of our ideas are going to hit a home run. Some of them are going to flop in their face. But, you know, it's long as we just keep ahead coming of up. time. We just don't have the technology right. to, to, you know, there you to go. carry out, to execute on all of your amazing ideas yet. That's all. But, you know, it, I also, and again, I like, things are much more fun when they die and then come back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, And some things look really funny. Like, they look funnier when they're amateurish. Mm. Right? Right. It's just that that right. wasn't one of the... The the video of the uh, the HR with Joe that's something we're going to continue to do because yeah. we have other ideas and, and other funnier things that we're going to be doing within the next yeah. month or so 
that uh, they're gonna they're gonna carry on as well. Yep. And it's cheap to do those kinds of mm-hmm. things now because uh, cell phone cameras have come a long way, and mm-hmm. you can shoot in 4K with a cell phone camera and take a steady shot with one of those gimbal mounts that are like 40 mm-hmm. bucks now. Those like little robotic Segway gimbal gimbal melt mount right. things. I can't even speak anymore. <laughs> But it's basically like a steady mount where, right. I mean, you used to have a have to have a huge camera rig and a huge, mm-hmm. you know, like machine that would do all that kind of stuff. Now it's all just done with right. accelerometers and stuff. And it keeps, mm-hmm. you can actually track your subject while you mm-hmm. move around. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're cheap. They're like 40 bucks. So I'm right. sure we can spring for one of those and <laughs> use that for some of our uh, ongoing video recordings since we're doing more of it now. Warshaw brother Joseph Schultz, will you eventually go to a one show a week format to avert, avoid burnout? Uh, we actually spoke about this uh, before we went live. Yeah, get the hell out of our heads, Joe. I know, right? He's like right <laughs> on point with us. Um, what we're going to be doing is um, we're going to be probably recording and going live um, and recording video. We're going to go down to one night a week but there will be content that we're recording for still sundays and thursdays so you know thursday thursdays probably won't be live sundays will be live but you will still have a video for thursday that will be posted on the podcast page so you can watch the video if you so wish and top of that there will also be a uh, you know a podcast will be going out on sunday mm-hmm. as well as thursday and you know so, sometimes depending on how much editing i have to do it doesn't necessarily go out on thursday sometimes it goes out on friday but uh, my hope is that i can do the editing fire out a sunday episode and that will give me monday tuesday wednesday to edit mm-hmm. and then dump it on thursday yep so we're going to keep the two day format of content going out mm-hmm. but we're all going to be recording one day yep that's what we're thinking yeah and honestly like the amount of content is not going to go down and i'm sure there'll mm-hmm. be thursdays where we'll just get together and maybe we'll do right. like an event you mm-hmm. know, recording or something off-site right um you know or you know it doesn't always have to be only sundays but yeah i mean we don't want to cut down on the amount of recordings that we're doing one of the other things i like doing is uh uh every once in a while we have a a meeting a podcast production, whatever meeting. Mm-hmm. And I like going in the group meeting going, attention, attention. This is your podcast shit show commander speaking. <laughs> I like that effect. That's good. <laughs> and that uh, we'll call a meeting, get together. And, you know, that also frees us up for maybe we want to get together <laughs> on a Thursday and we want to record commercials. Yeah. Because realistically what we've been doing, you know, when we record our commercials is we all rush up here. We yeah. try to fire out a commercial real quick and then ha- be on time to actually start our live. Yep. You know what I mean? So now this frees up a Thursday where it's like, Hey, let's go bang out X, Y, and Z commercial and a video or whatever. And or it gives Patreon us some, content or Patreon content. Worth of that. And yeah, so it does give us the flexibility of going down to one day a week. And yep. again, you know, if even if we're up here without going live or setting up anything, we can we can bang out two or three commercials, a video, and probably a Patreon episode that was going to be only audio uh, within an hour. I mean, it won't we won't be up here all night, you know, and yeah. it'll happen few and far between. And it's not so, really to cut down on burnout. I mean, we're right. from a psychological standpoint. I think we're all doing pretty well with right. our schedule right yeah. now. It's just the fact that. Um, 
you know, Morningstar has its stated. Yep. Are you guys first and third too, or are you second and fourth? We are first Saturday, third Thursday. So, uh, okay. so your third Thursday, third is Thursday, taken. my first right. and third Thursdays are taken because that's our lodge right. state of communication schedule. So it's like every other Thursday, I'm not going to be around anyway, and you're going to be not recording one Thursday, or it's just going to be Joe or something. So taking right. Thursdays out of the mix just kind of makes sense from a logistics standpoint. Right. And on top of that, after a meeting, Ken doesn't, you know, he's got a meeting in Waterbury. You don't want to drive down here after a meeting because meetings get out like 930 or whatever. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is drive down to Seymour, come down yeah. here, record an episode till 11 o'clock at night, and then head all the way back home to where you live, you know, yeah. and you live a couple towns away. Yep. Me, I don't want to record after a meeting because after a meeting, it's kind of chaotic in here. Then you want to hang out with your brothers. You want to hang out with your brothers. Like, yeah, I got a podcast, guys, because then you're kind of like, well, it, you know, even your own Masonic experience. Well, even they would want to stay here too, right? They would be like, oh yeah, let's let's do it. You know, they yeah. they would be on board to 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 hang out and everything. Okay. Yeah. But the problem is, it's just chaotic. There's people coming and going, and mm-hmm. there's no way we would be able to actually have. And if you listen to a couple of our episodes, and we had a lot of people there, they get chaotic. Like yeah. you can't, it, can't it's, focus on a topic. can't focus on a topic. It's rambling. It's so, you know. And what am I going to do? Tell all the brothers get out? No, like, they're your brothers. Yeah, that's yeah. our, you know, it's our lodge. So. Yeah. But anyway, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, I guess we can uh, yeah, we'll, go find you know take Again. a break at least and talk to our see if we can get our guests on the line and yeah. go on from there awesome so uh we're gonna shut this one down for now so uh we may go back we'll see maybe we'll record a commercial <laughs> yeah but anyway for the yeah, freemasons podcast i'm your host right worship brother george Mudry signing off worship brother ken signing off have a good one everyone good night